Good morning, let's pray. Dear Father in heaven, thank you for waking us up on another beautiful morning. It's the start of a new week. Please send your Holy Spirit to guide us and help us to learn something as we read. Amen. Amen. Okay. <laughs> Chapter 2, Fundamentals of True Housemaking. Homemaking. The most attractive people in the world, while there are weighty responsibilities, developing upon the parents to guard carefully the future happiness and interests of their children. It is also their duty to make home as attractive as possible. This is of far greater consequence than to acquire estates and money. Home must not lack sunshine. The home feeling should be kept alive in the hearts of the children, that they may look upon, back upon the home of their childhood as a place of peace and happiness next to heaven. Then, as they come to maturity, they should, in their turn, try to be a comfort and blessing to their parents. The home should be, to the children, the most attractive place in the world. The mother's presence should be its greatest attraction. Children have sensitive, loving natures. They are easily pleased and easily made unhappy. Be gentle. By gentle discipline in loving words and acts, Mothers may bind their children to their hearts. Clean, neat, orderly, cleanliness. Neatness and order are indispensable to the proper management of the household. But when the mother makes these all, these the all important duties of her life and devotes herself to them, to the neglect of the physical development and the mental and moral training of her children, she makes a sad mistake. Believers should be taught that even though they may be poor, they need not to be unclean or untidy in their persons or in their homes. Help must be given in these lines to those who seem to have no sense of the meaning and importance of cleanliness. They are to be taught that those who are to represent the high and holy God must keep their souls pure and clean and that this purity must extend to their dress and to everything in the home, so that the ministering angels will have evidence that the truth has wrought a change in the life, purifying the soul and refining the taste. Those who, have receiving, those who, after receiving the truth, make no change in word or department, in dress or surroundings, are living to themselves, not to Christ. They have not been created anew in Christ Jesus, unto purification and holiness. While we are to guard against needless adornment and display, we are in no case to be careless and indifferent in regard to our outward appearance. All about our persons and our home is to be neat and attractive. The youth are to be taught the importance of presenting an appearance above criticism, an appearance that honors God and the tr truth. A neglect of cleanliness will induce disease. Sickness does not come without a cause. Violent epidemics of fevers have occurred in villages and cities that were considered perfectly healthful, and these have resulted in death or broken constitutions. In many instances, the premise of the very ones who fell victims to these epidemics contained the agents of destruction which sent forth deadly poisons into the atmosphere to be inhaled by the family and the neighborhood. It is astonishing to witness the prevailing ignorance relative to the effects which slackness 
and recklessness produce upon the health. You know, it's it's interesting. You you see some people, and there you can you can always tell a poor person. It seems like you know somebody who lives on the street or somebody who just maybe they're not on the street. Maybe they have their own home and apartment, but they don't they don't have a lot of money because of the way they dress. And I think what's really important about this is that if you remember back in the Garden of Eden. People were, Adam, I should say Adam and Eve, were clothed by the light of God. <laughs> and I think that for us, obviously we've fallen away from sin, so we don't get that light, that clothing of light from God. But how we dress, how we represent ourselves is key because, I mean, we are children of a king. Yeah. <laughs> like we don't have to dress really nicely but you should still be conscious of how you're presented right yeah i feel like what this is mostly saying is you have to keep the home clean as well as your internal self right but it's not a matter of like i mentioned there where some people they take everything and they put all of their energies into making sure that the house is clean, mm -hmm. but they lack the training that their kids need. You know, I mean, I remember growing up, us kids, even though we probably didn't do the best of jobs, were the ones that kept the house, kept the house clean, or that was part of our jobs growing up. And I think that's important to train the kids that cleanliness, I mean, the old adage, cleanliness is next to godliness. Yeah. But it's not just mom's job to keep the house clean or dad's job to keep yeah. the house clean. It's it's the family's job. And I think starting as a couple, that's important because once if we can keep the house clean together, then once the kids start growing up, then we can start delegating can, the tasks. Them do things as soon as they're able to. Right. I don't remember when I started doing laundry, but as soon as I was able to... Yeah reach the buttons and put the laundry in, I was doing laundry. <laughs> yeah. I remember folding the, the socks and underwear growing up. And I hated doing it. And I still hate doing laundry to this day. <laughs> uh, let's pray. Father in heaven, reading this, it, it, it kind of makes you think that, well, you know, I don't have a home. I'm not in a home. We're not in a, in a, in a family unit yet. So I don't really have to worry about these things. But cleanliness on the outside starts by having cleanliness on the inside. We need to have a clean mind, a pure mind, something that's constantly thinking about you and, and gravitating to, the, to your glory. Lord, I just ask that you guide and direct us. Give us the wisdom that we need. Show us the things that we need to put aside so that we can live that pure life and you can abide with us. We thank you for everything that you do for us. Give us the strength to overcome the challenges that we're going to face today. Give us the wisdom that we need to combat the decisions that we have to make and the energy to keep a smile on our face and show that God is in our life. We thank you for everything you do for us. In Jesus' name, amen. amen.